What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dad, I'm broke. Hey, broke. I'm Dad. Dad. Okay, don't you have cash saved up from babysitting? No, I spent it. I want my own bank account from S&T Bank. They offer free ATMs, Zelle, and an annual scholarship. Plus, when I open a Smart Start checking account, I get $100. See? I'm responsible. Hey, responsible. I'm Dad. Visit stbank.com slash smartstart for details. Bonus available July 1st through September 30th, 2022. Opening deposit balance of $50 required. Member FDIC. Welcome to an all-new season of the True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. This season, we're diving into some of the most unusual missing person cases, from the shocking disappearance of Charlie Ross to the American Diatlov Pass disappearances. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Lease. We continue our series of Shit Out of Luck, the capture of Joseph D'Angelo, also known as the Golden State Killer. First, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Podmix. Visit podmix.com. Use promo code TCNS for 10% off your order. Podmix is in right there. And now let's get on with the show. For decades, California residents lived in fear. A notorious criminal lurking in the shadows and hiding in plain sight as he selected his next victim, committing a spree of horrific and brutal crimes, leaving little to no evidence behind. Many cases grew cold. <coughs> it wouldn't be until years later, with the advancement of te- technology, that Joseph James D'Angelo would finally be identified and linked to his crimes. 2018, an ex-police officer who came from a military family was just an elderly neighbor to some, but little did anyone know that they were living in the presence of a monster with a grim past, one riddled with heinous and awful crimes. Born in New York, but moved to California as a teen, the root of his evil brewed somewhere along the line. As a kid, 
D'Angelo spent some of his time in Germany, where his father was stationed. While there, he witnessed a brutal crime against his younger sister, who was sexually assaulted by two soldiers. Whether the incident had any influence on the crimes he later committed is uncertain, but what is certain is that he, too, became a perpetrator of horrific acts. Between 1974 and 1979, while working as a cop, D'Angelo committed many crimes that he was never suspected of. A string of burglaries between 1974 and 1975, in which the suspect rummaged through women's underwear and stole small items, eventually led to that same person breaking into the home of Professor Claude Snelling, where the perpetrator attempted to kidnap his teenage daughter. Snelling was shot and killed while confronting the offender, who would turn out to be this old dude. The police obviously did not know at the time, even while D'Angelo was still on the force, his extracurricular started attracting attention. By 1976, his, crime for being, his crimes were being attributed to the East Area Rapist, who was terrorizing Sacramento suburbs. In 1979, D'Angelo was fired from the police department for allegedly stealing a hammer and a can of dog repellent. After he had been fired, the police chief reported that his then four-year-old daughter had seen a man's face outside of her window one night. Within the same year, D'Angelo was found guilty of shoplifting and fined $100 and sentenced to probation. He sued the police over his termination, which was later dropped, and as part of the legal proceedings, had to do a mandatory therapy session, in which he admitted to going into the chief's house with a gun with the intent to kill him. His then-girlfriend, Bonnie Colwell, who D'Angelo met at Sierra College and eventually became engaged to, has said that she became disturbed by some of his behaviors, such as illegal hunting and kicking a dog to death after it followed him while on a motorcycle ride. Colwell may have ended her relationship with D'Angelo, but he wasn't exactly done with her. After the breakup and with a gun in hand, he showed up at her parents' home where she was living demanding that she go with him to Reno to get married. Colwell told this to her father, who advised her to lock herself in the bathroom while he handled the situation. Eventually, her father got D'Angelo to leave. It would later be reported by many of his victims that he had broken into tears while attacking them, saying, I hate you, Bonnie. During D'Angelo's spree, there was a time where the activities at the East Area Rapists had seemingly diminished, but that's only because D'Angelo was on the move. However, a spree began emerging in Southern California that was attributed to the original Night Stalker, who had similar patterns in his attacks to the East Area Rapist. Initially, D'Angelo seemed to target women who were home alone or along with their children, or alone with their children in suburban areas. Then he moved on to couples. He typically tied the man up, placing dishes on his back, cautioning him that if he hears the dishes, they'd both be killed. He would then sexually assault the women in the house, repeating this method of attack 21 times. He continued his reign of terror. Eventually, some of his victims fought back. Some even escaped. After losing control of the horrendous scenes he was creating, D'Angelo then began to murder his victims. At the time, DNA technology was not available, so detectives used what they had to piece together the patterns in the attacks. This led to officials to pieced together that the East Area Rapist might also be the original Night Stalker, who was murdering people in Southern California. Detective Larry Comp Crompton of the Contra Costa County Sheriff's Department stated, 
Quote, he would not leave fingerprints, so we could not prove other than his M.O. that he was the same person. With no prints and little known about his appearance, apart from minor details, no suspects were identified. It wouldn't be until many years later that the case would finally begin to crack. As technology advances and DNA testing emerged, in the 1990s, cold case inventor, investigator Paul Holes was working as a forensic scientist when he came across the case files and became obsessed with the case. By the early 2000s, DNA tests were available <coughs> to confirm that the East Area Rapist and the original Night Stalker were the same person, but to no avail in identifying a suspect. The later true crime writer, Michelle McNamara, dubbed him with the name of the Golden State Killer in early 2013. She claimed that prior to giving him this name, the man lacked any sort of catchy name, despite having many associated with him including the East Area Rapist, or the original Night Stalker, which was short to ear ons. Even as of 2016, a $50,000 reward for any information that could lead to the arrest and conviction of the Golden State Killer was announced by the FBI. Detective Paul Hull says of his interest in the Golden State Killer in particular, quote, I was struck by the lengths this predator would go to instill fear in his victims. It was psychological terror, end quote. Speaking with a colleague about a 2022 case that had been solved using DNA and a genealogy website to identify a kidnapping victim, Detective Holes was inspired to look into this genetic method as a way of tracing the Golden State Killer. Over the years, many of the DNA samples from the case had been depleted, but a pathologist was able to duplicate an evidence kit that had been recovered from a case in 1980. Holes obtained the sample he needed and then found a website called GED match, which is primarily used by people searching for possible distant family connections. Using their genetic information by accessing the website's database of nearly a million genetic profiles. Once the genetic material had been entered, Dean's new genealogy search was massive in scope. The initial DNA work was able to identify a few distant relatives, but not the Angelo himself. The team that had to had 10 to 20 distant relatives of the killer, all roughly about third cousins. A team of five investigators built out intricate family trees, mostly on weekends and whenever they could steal a moment, because this investigation wasn't meant to be their full-time focus. The team spent months poring over census records, obituaries, gravesite locators, police and commercial databases, they first had to work backward from every tree, linking all the cousins to a common ancestor they shared with a killer, ultimately pinpointing D'Angelo's great-great-great-grandparents from the early 1800s. During this time, they built out about 25 family trees with thousands of relatives from the 1800s to present day. For scale, to locate the common ancestor, they had built out D'Angelo's family tree to about, er, about 1,000 family members alone. They tried to locate the men who would fall within the age range they could match the killer, who had any connections to Sacramento or other crime locations throughout California. Ultimately, they were able to narrow it down to two suspects. Though another DNA test from one of his relatives leaving only D'Angelo. At the time, D'Angelo was 72 years old and retired, living in Citrus Heights. 
Holmes learned that D'Angelo was a cop that had left the force in disgrace and had records of buying guns during two periods in which the killer was particularly active. 32 years after his last killing on April 24, 2018, they finally cut and arrested the Golden State Killer. He was in his home, which was not far from any of the places he had committed his crimes. Investigators were able to match D'Angelo's DNA to the killer's by taking samples from the trash he had discarded. Holes had finally solved his 24-year search for the Golden State Killer. Moreover, the success of finding the Golden State Killer using genealogy and DNA technology has helped spread even further advances in criminal justice. One of the victim's brothers was able to successfully lobby California's government to expand DNA collections of the state criminal. On June 29th, D'Angelo pled guilty to 13 counts of first-degree murder in special circumstances, as well as 13 counts of kidnapping. They eventually reached an agreement, plea deal, that D'Angelo agreed to plead guilty on all charges to avoid the death penalty. He is now serving a lifetime sentence without parole. Thank you for listening to this episode of the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Let us know what you think about this case. Send us a tweet at TrueCrimeNS or leave a comment in the comment section below. And like and subscribe to this video. Give us a give us a thumbs up if you like it. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TrueCrimeNS. Like us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps. Send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash true crime never sleeps slash message. Tune in next week for an all new episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.